Um, I'm thinking this whole year, <laughs> this whole year has been a show of gargantuan proportions. I am thinking at the end of this year, a rover police car from the 1980s is suddenly going to pull up in front of Downing Street and out of it, Jeremy Beadle <laughs> wearing a chief constable's outfit and then there's Boris on the steps and Larry the cat flicking the V's and Beadle's going to come out and go, I've not been dead. This has just taken a long time of planning. It's a very long con, yeah. It's going to be on Granada on Saturday night at 10 past seven. Yeah. Or it could have been a... Yeah, I mean, who do we we discussed extensively in our most recent triptych of episodes? Noel Edmonds. This could be a whole setup. Mister Blobby's going to appear. Yeah, and like we've discussed before, Zoom calling is just yeah. a natural extension of NTV from the house party. Yeah, so everything's fallen into place beautifully. Bango. Yes, I mean, maybe that's what happened when Boris was uh, doing his statement to the Commons on Monday afternoon, where. He was talking, he was talking, and then suddenly he was talking, but nobody could hear him. But you are, as much as it's diminished, you are still part of the G7, G8, depending on who likes Putin this week. Can't we afford something more than a pissy webcam for the Prime Minister of Great Britain and Northern Ireland? His webcam looks worse than ours. Yeah, it's Fisher Price, my first webcam, isn't it? I John mean, McCarthy and Terry Waite had better webcams, and that was the <laughs> frigging eighties. Yeah, it it does look. Yeah, it did look like a hostage video, didn't it? I mean, that's the thing. When when Kanye West is utilizing hologram technology to bring back <laughs> Kim's dead dad, then surely there is a, a a a framework by which we could somehow have Boris at the dispatch box or beamed in like something out of Star Trek. He could do a pratfall and pretend to fall on the floor when he sits down and misses the chair. So Lindsay be- would love that as well. Oh, we love a bit of comedy in the Commons. Secure Starmer. Secure Starmer. Oh, just fantastic. He was he was he was on top form. He was giving it all giving the bit. Have, have, have you muted have you muted yourself, Prime Minister? Have you muted yourself? Can you unmute yourself, Prime Minister? Have you pulled the cable out? Well, what I love about it is that when, correct me if I'm wrong, I could be wrong. When they first started doing Zoom cabinet meetings, which they went, this is the dawn of a new age. It's like Estonia have been doing this for 20 years, lads. Um, they, <laughs> they were doing it on Zoom, which has only just become part of the global consciousness since the pandemic. Didn't they, they only signed up for the free version. So after 40 minutes and about 20 odd people being in the <laughs> they all just started dropping off and it's like, Christ, that says everything that you need to know about this parliament. There was, but that's, a- that's because there isn't a magic money tree, even though there is twenty-two billion pounds available to spend on track and field. Yeah. This week they had a European, I think, foreign ministers conference, and yeah. somebody had tweeted the meeting. <laughs> is that what they call the Eurovision Song Contest these days? Is it? Yeah, Nilpon. But a, I think a Dutch journalist had seen this tweet. And guessed the login details. And he Zoom bombed a foreign minister's meeting of the EU by going, Hello, I shouldn't be here. And everybody's going, What you're doing is illegal. So I'm like, Well, you shouldn't friggin' post this on Twitter then, you tits. Love it. In the, in the same way that uh, Rudy Giuliani should not leave his uh, DMs open. What? This, this last couple of years. Yeah. What, on Twitter? Le- 
Yeah, he did, yeah. So anybody can DM open. him? Yeah. I, I mean, he, he just... This is a guy with the worst... You know, this is a guy who can't even... He leaves his trousers open in in a, in a hotel room with, with a young woman. He butt dials people on a regular basis. And now... Oh! And there's a cat. <laughs> and there's oh. a cat's just appeared. <laughs> is that Susie or Mabel? That's, that's Susie. Let me just let her out. <laughs> you can't be... <laughs> Susie, yes. just, just, uh, oh, come on. <laughs> we'll take a brief pause in top content while Dan Morfitt plays with his pussy. He's let the cat out of the bag there. Sorry, Susie wanted to go out. So I filled beautifully there. Don't worry about it. Um, just before we go on, I know this is a very, very visual thing. So people listening to the podcast might not even hear this. I might probably edit it out. But that jumper is A, very old, and B, that's your uh, Wesley Crusher. My jumper? It's, yeah. it's just Very that. old? Yeah. It's, it's not just... only bought it a couple of weeks ago. No, I'm Baker. sure you've it's seen Ted that. Baker. Baker. No, it's, no, it's Wes Crusher, Star Wesley Trek The Crusher. Next Generation. generation. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're yeah. wearing the Ensign's uniform. Will Wheaton. Will he, he lives around here, supposedly. Not seen him. Well, he does. He was always in the Big Bang Theory, wasn't he? Yeah. Regularly turned up in that. The, Wes, the Wesley Crushers, an episode where they did bowling. Oh, oh. Uh, Mayim uh, Blayek, who was Blossom in the 90s, and I had a massive yes. crush on. Uh, yes. Of course, starred in the Big Bang Theory Big Bang as Theory. Amy. Yeah, yeah. Her brand new sitcom starts, and they're doing lots of adverts for it. Oh, she's and, a new sitcom, right? Yeah. Okay. But it's a sitcom based on a British sitcom. Um, is it okay? Right, let's let's play a quiz here. Is it a sitcom that is currently on British television? Not anymore. So that's a no then. So what what era of sitcom is this? Pretty fresh. I'd say I say fresh. Recent, never fresh. So it's a female led. Oh no no, it's not Miranda, is it? <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, is it? Yeah. <laughs> How did I guess that first one off? That's yeah. quite impressive, yeah. isn't it? Right, fresh, fresh, fresh. Well, female-led, you could have gone Mrs. Brown's boys and then just gone, well... <laughs> oh, I, I, I saw this great press release yesterday where the BBC goes, hey, we've pulled out all the stops and I've had to work doubly hard this year through coronavirus lockdown and uh, stringent safety regulations for our teams to make sure that Christmas on BBC One is what you want. So we have done special episodes of Mrs. Brown's boys Call the midwife and Doctor Who. It's like fucking hell, lads. Don't bother. Really? Well, they haven't. Really? They haven't done Top of the Pops this year. They can't film Top of the Pops Christmas this year, which means well, it they've breaks got no a artists. run of forty-three. No, hang on, sorry, 50, 50, 53 or fifty-two consecutive Christmas Top of the Popses. But do we really want to give Fern Cotton the oxygen of publicity? No, no, we don't. No, no. Because you could have, you could have just stopped that sentence at oxygen. <laughs> oh man, alive! Have you seen in Utah? They found a brand new yep. monolith. <laughs> Is it one of the Romneys? <laughs> oh, with his Mormon chin. No, they've just found a big silver monolith, actually quite close to where I was the other month, and it, it, it looks like something out of two thousand and one, a space odyssey. Uh, I know I, I mentioned Beatles about earlier. But this whole year could be crowned off by aliens coming down and just going, yeah, you've had you've had your choice now. Bye bye. Is it is it not a, you know some sort of fossil of a, of an Osman that we never heard about? 
One that was like murdered and one they drowned or something quietly. Yeah, it could be it could be the, the Osmond that refused to sing. Yeah. Like you know, like in Happy Days where the brother that goes up was his name Chuck, that goes up the stairs in episode one and is never seen or heard of again. Oh, um Joni and um Richie's brother. brother. Yeah. Yeah. Or where Mandy Hampton just disappears at the end of the first series of the West Wing. Even though she's in the last episode of the first series. And then the the first episode of the second series, which he's, is a continuation because yeah. the cliffhanger, she's not there. Is it, this, is it the same principle as that? So we, it's one of the Osmonds they've just forgotten about. Frozen in carbonite. Yeah. I think that would be a, a, an excellent story to end the year. I mean, we are getting to that point now where we're getting all of this sort of on an almost daily basis of just fantastic stories, like the story of Johnny Rotten being bitten by a flea on the penis while looking after squirrels. Have you not heard this story? What are you drinking? No, that's genuinely a, tr- a story. It's in the papers. Wow. I'm, I'm actually drinking key lime lager, which is one of the box of ales. That <laughs> Johnny Rotten's been bitten on the penis by a fly because he was... A flea. A flea. A flea. Let's get this accurate. Let's a be flea. accurate. So Johnny Rotten was noshed off by Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist because yes. he was That's it. Yeah, exactly that. doing some squirrel husbandry. Let me, let me get this right. Sex Pistols star Johnny Rotten bitten by a flea on his penis after rescuing squirrels. That's from TV in Z, One News in New Zealand. Stay ahead with One News. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Actually, happened. Yeah, actually happened. If if only Sid that, Vicious that, that's happened. was Hugo into- Chavez c- colluding with... Wasn't he in the Backstreet Boys? Sor- yeah, he was. Yeah, Hugo Chavez, yeah. No, he was, it was NSYNC he was in. Oh, NSYNC, sorry. NSYNC. Sorry, Hugo. Uh, yeah, it, it, c- colluding with communists and George Soros to win the 2020 election for Joe Biden. That is also not true. Well, Hugo Chavez is dead. Yes, but apparently he, he was responsible, according to um, Sidney Powell, the woman that oh. now, even, the, even the Trump campaign have gone, whoa. Bit much for us, love. She's the bad one, yeah, which is saying I mean, a lot. Yeah, because she's dressed in. She, she was wearing leopard print, wasn't she? Yeah, I know, but you know, Theresa May used to wear leopard print. Yeah, but I mean, she's she's like she's like some sort of twenty twenty amalgam of Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, and Jeff Lowe, all of all of the main protagonists of the Tiger King, and they fused together. She she's like you know in Total Recall, where. Arnold Schwarzenegger goes and he gets to Mars mm. and he's stood at customs, but he's hiding in this coat with this sort of head. Yeah. And the head eventually has a complete frit out. I actually wonder whether she's real. I wonder whether she, inside there is, is somebody else. It, 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 you know, it's, it's Tiffany Trump or something like that going, my father must win or something like that. It's coming out. You're, of you're, you're coming up with a lot of theories at the moment where there's know. someone trapped in the body of somebody else. Paul yes. Dacre is in, is in Pretty Patel's body, which you know is is not an accusation. I, I, are you sure there's not more than just key lime lager in that glass? Well, well, maybe this COVID test that I had this morning went a bit more went slightly awry. They didn't stick it up your nose, did they? They pegged you. <laughs> Has he got COVID? Yeah. You know what? They couldn't do that with me. It's clean as no. a whistle down there now. <laughs> there's there's no detritus because I saw it all in a bowl. Of the weekend. Oh, do you remember my uh, lurid description of a colonic irrigation? It was like the devil's colonic irrigation. V- vaguely, yes, and yeah. I don't wish to be reminded of it. Oh, uh, which reminds me, we haven't. Oh. Neither of us have done zingers good enough to merit it. No, 
but I don't want us to play it anymore ever again. Why? Because I didn't realise this. Steve Bannon's mass fortune in some parts is down to him owing a percentage of the rights of that sitcom. I read this the other day and, really? I'm, going, and I'm going, ah, it can't be true. I think he was, he masterminded uh, when I think Castle Rock Entertainment was sold to Turner. I think he used to work for Goldman Sachs or something. Again, this story, I've, I've, I've tried to verify it through a number of sources on the internet, but they're saying that Steve Bannon, what made him his money with, without doing anything is that he owns a percentage of the reruns of Seinfeld. So every time we play that bit of music, somebody dies. Right. Doesn't that shock you to your very core? Yes. And, and somebody, somebody went, they don't know how much he has. But if he even had a percentage point of 1%, that income per year is still massive. But he doesn't own the rights to the theme tune, though, does he? No, but in a way, we are, we are fueling his bright spot fury. Well, on a related note, we'll, we'll, we'll put that to bed then. We'll, we'll leave that away now. We'll have, we'll have to find something else. <clears throat> Last night, me and the missus... As usual, there was an argument about what film to watch because whatever I suggest is not... And whatever she suggests, I don't like and so on and so forth. Emmanuel. Emmanuel 1. Emmanuel 2. Emmanuel 3. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Emmanuel goes to Dover. Uh, <laughs> Carry on, Emmanuel. So anyway, so we started watching Layer Cake. Oh! Which the- I liked, and she went, and she after half an hour, she went, this is shit. Layer so Cake's the best Bond film that never has been. It, without Layer Cake, you wouldn't have Daniel Craig as Bond. No, you just wouldn't. So, so I'm anyway. I'm going to watch that on my on my own. So we ended up settling on watching Suicide Squad. Oh frig off! Really? That's yeah, an which awful. I, it's a terrible film. Turned it off after an hour because we just went. Somebody's forgot to make it. It was rotten, absolutely rotten. But did you know the executive producer of that film, or one of the executive producers of that film, Steve Mnuchin? Yeah, he used to be. No, he used to be a massive producer of movies before. Going to, he used to be part of Rat Pack Entertainment with Brett Ratner. Oh well, uh, there we go. Which then. is, and he, no, Steve Mnuchin, I think has been working. I think he worked on Michael Bay films. Like, he might be a producer on The Rock as well. Oh, his his history goes that far back. Oh. Uh, that was his job before going to Washington. He was a film producer of big bombast flicks. But yes, Suicide Squad is a shit film. It was edited by David Blunkett and Lucy. Just barking <laughs> orders. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. <laughs> Left. Oh, <laughs> just... No, because I watched it and straight away, I was like, it's the opening shot is the, in the, the, the security facility in New Orleans. They, they, they've taken their musical cues of to what to pick from Homes Under the Hammer. Yes. In yeah. terms of picking every, something. Every obvious abs- thing. Yeah. Every obvious <gasps> thing, they've picked it. I, I want to go back to Steve Mnuchin, but you have mentioned Homes Under the Hammer. They're getting rid of everybody, aren't they? Are they? What's, yeah. What, 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 what news is this? They're getting rid of Dion, and they're getting rid of Martin, and they're getting no. rid of whoever the woman is that took over from Lucy, who I quite Mart- like. Martel, Martel, Martel Maxwell. The little yeah. Scottish one. Yeah. Um, they're getting rid of them all. And who, who have they been replaced Why? by? I don't know. Oh, I don't know what is... they've done wrong. Just at the point at which you think we're having a, a period of positive news and lighter news moments in, in 2020 in its sea of shit, 
and then you drop this bombshell to end all bombshells. How can you get rid of Martin Roberts and his shirts? And his nine o'clock shadow that often goes yeah. up to five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Oh, where is it? Oh, that, that. The, the newbies, Jackie Joseph and Tommy Walsh. Tommy Walsh? Yeah. From Ground Force? Yeah. It's oh, a show. So they've ruined Homes Under the Hammer. Send the bombs well, now. I, I, don't, the, I don't care if we've got a coronavirus vaccine. The, the, well, Homes Under the Hammer was on on Sunday because it's, I mean, it's based on every day, isn't it? Uh, and it was on before the Danny Murphy's This Is Your Life or Match of the Day, as it's better known. <laughs> Coverage of Fulham against Everton on Sunday. And there was a fantastic bit in the middle of that where they did a five-minute bit on Danny Murphy's Fulham career. And I'm thinking, are you that desperate to fill time in half time? There's three of you to sit there. There was loads of goals to talk about. But yeah, oh, Danny Murphy. Come Tell us about that time you played for Fulham. Well, and then, all but, the people, they could have done the great Americans that played for both Fulham and Everton. Clint Dempsey and bloody London Donovan. They could have well, done Clint Dempsey never played. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Danny Murphy at Fulham. But, but, but Tim Cale had a far more... That's beside the point. But the point was is that Holmes and the Hammer was on before. I didn't I didn't watch it, but I did it, I put the telly on. And there was Lucy, like a, a vision. I thought, God, she hasn't been on it for about three years. This is obviously a repeat. It was, it was a, a, a shock to my to the system, but a very welcome, a pleasant one. I like I like uh, Marty Feldman. Uh, but, yeah, Lucy's the OG. She's brilliant. I mean, I suppose in, in one way it was quite appropriate that she... Uh, was on it given that she was married to a footballer as, as the one for a football. Oh, yeah. Um, was she married to like a Charlton? Stuart Castledean. Did he play for Coventry Wim- as well? Wim- Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Wimbledon, yeah. No, I know, I know a producer woman, a really good TV producer woman who was married to a Charlton player uh, who was actually really a top bloke when I met him once in the Dublin Castle. Yeah, back to Steve Mnuchin. Yeah, and, and Suicide Squad. Yes, his his name is on lots of credits. He he does look like an American John Oliver, which reminds me. Have you seen? He makes the comparisons himself. He he says Steve Mnuchin is, is a it, very yeah. good looking guy. Have you seen yeah. the final episode of last week tonight? Yes. Oh yes, I have. Yeah, from last week. Yeah, which is last week. Yeah, last week. It's astonishing how great it can be. Adam Driver, and then. The Quarry. If you've not seen it yet, I'm trying to not be make spoilers, but last week tonight, mainly being a news and topical show, you know what's already happened. Yeah, I mean, you just clarify that we're not Adam Driver was not used as Quarry in like a fox hunt or anything like that. That's uh, you. You are the Quarry. <laughs> oh, you are the the Quarry, and you will be the first of the gang to die. Tickets available now for Caesar's Palace. <laughs> we're going to have a Vegas good time. Is that your impression of Steve Mnuchin? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't want to make the obvious joke, but it's out there, so it's like low-hanging fruit. But it seems somewhat appropriate that he he produced a movie called Suicide Squad with a band of very, <laughs> very, very reputable, disreputable characters in charge of it, including, a, a you know, a completely sociopathic blonde woman and uh, something that's barely human. Well, There's half human, half half animal. The big argument... I mean, you take your pick there. That could be Steve Bannon or Trump. It's brilliant. The big argument here is that it's a bit like 
Corbyn's Labour Party are, are having the same fights in the UK. And lots of people are saying that Biden, as soon as he's in, yes, he has to unite the nation, but so this, let's be honest, openly fascist attempt at a coup in what should be the world's greatest democracy cannot go unpunished. And half Democrats are going, if we go after Trump, it's a distraction from the main game. But if we don't go after Trump, if we don't arrest him and all of his acolytes, this can happen again. The fact that Ford pardoned Nixon, let him get away with a multitude of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Half the commentary here is lock Trump up as soon as, which is what he wanted to do to crooked Hillary Clinton. Never happened. And it's almost, it's almost as if they didn't have the evidence. Yeah. They, they, they never do, do they? Bless them. And... Well, you, you've got to get him for something. And if it's not Trump, it's Bannon. If it's not Bannon, it's Cohen. If it's not Cohen, it's Mnuchin. Or, and this can go on and on. Or you go for the old untouchables defence and you just get Trump on tax. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a little bit of fighting at the moment here. It's not that Democrats can be happy that they've won almost twice in virtually every state. They've won Michigan twice, Arizona twice, Georgia twice, Pennsylvania twice. All the counts have been done again. Just get on with it. It's it's really strange. It's a really strange atmosphere. It's it, You could never do it in the UK because nobody ever has the balls to call somebody else a traitor. So as great as 97 may have been to end almost 20 years of Tory rule, Tony Blair should still be in The Hague for what he did invading Iraq on the flimsiest of intelligence. You know, we don't, we don't do traitorous things in the UK. We do every single day, but we don't call it traitoring. We call it Britishnessness. Yeah. I mean, the campaign or the lawsuits and all the rest of it has now got to the stage where they're effectively channeling the Teletubbies because the recount comes in and it doesn't give them the result they want. So it just goes again, again, and just keeps kind of just doing that until something happens. You know, the sun comes up. No, um, no. Over the hills and far away. Tubby tested. Tubby tested. No, no. I don't want to hear about Trump's chubby custard. Thank you very much. That's uh, more than any of us Thick, have to bear at the end of this year. Glutinous and all over Ivanka's face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite apt. <laughs> That's quite apt, isn't it? That's yeah. actually quite apt. <laughs> oh, dear. But no, I, I yeah. Um, but... <laughs> Thanks for listening to Top Content. Please like, subscribe, share and all that shebang because otherwise nobody else will hear this and you'll be in a small vacuum of one. Thanks. Yeah, you can say hello to us on social media at Top Content Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. And Top Content has been a Top Content production. There we are. Lovely. <laughs>